Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? This is the most musty WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. <laughs> and you are Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned in to Going In Raw right now. How you doing? Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome to Going In Raw Dirt Sheet. The only pro wrestling podcast, news podcast you can be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Yeah. And available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to leave a... Uh, be sure to hit the subscribe button and the notify bell next to it. And then if you're on the iOS podcast app, if you really want to help support Going In Raw, hop on that podcast app, find Going In Raw, and leave us a rating or a review. Yes. It really, really does help the show. Yeah. Very exciting. Very um, much. Yeah. We're also available at the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. I spent a good chunk of this week, this weekend. Do we have Do we have audio? Yeah. Are we in sync? I'm going to find out if we're in sync. I like finding out. Yeah, close we're enough. Up. Close, close enough. Um, I spent a good chunk of this weekend um, putting together those Friendo care packages. Mm. So if you're a patron at any time, you had been a $20 patron on the Patreon. And let's say you went down to like a dollar or five dollars. You just, you know, said, hey, here's your 20 bucks. And then, you you know, you, you still get it. You still get it. You can still get it. takes one month of $20 uh, patronage. Yeah. You get it. But if you have ever done it in the past and you're not on the Patreon so you didn't know about this, by all means, uh, you can either DM me at MFSteve here or you can uh, hit us up on, you know, log back into your Patreon, send us a private message there, uh, let us know what your name on Patreon was, the month that you pledged, or one of the months that you pledged $20 or more, Yeah. and uh, make sure that your address is correct. Maybe give us your mailing address so we make sure. And then, uh, you know, you'll be, you'll be on the list. To uh, to get it, I think like I've, I've pretty much sent them all out that are like active patrons mm-hmm. and uh, people who have DM me and said, "Hey, I was yeah, a patron yeah, yeah, time. yeah, yeah." So um, I'm sure there's plenty more yeah, out there. there. What what what's the correct term for that? Legacy, legacy patrons, grandfathered patrons. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Anyways, uh, they're Anyways. really cool. It's like a comic book. 
and a couple stickers. And a print. A poster. Yeah, a print poster thing. Um, and then we're also at Pro Wrestling Tees. Hey, I got my fun wrestling shirt. These are the good days, man. Fun wrestling. Fun. I have a Ricochet shirt on. Not ours. We do not. I keep on forgetting to put uh, my my Larson head shirt on. Oh, yeah. You need to wear that. It's clean somewhere. It's in one of my drawers, I think. I don't know where it's at, though. You know, there's lost so many shirts around this house because there are freaking stepkids everywhere. They just take my stuff. I lost. I don't know where my Going in Raw logo shirt is. Like my nerd, no idea. My nerd, nerd cubed shirt. Oh, that was a good shirt. That was a quality shirt. Paid a bunch of money for it, too. Supporting my friend Dan. Gone. You know? Don't know where it is. Disappeared. Love that shirt. That's a bummer, man. Real good shirt. Yeah. That is a bummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did Pro Wrestling Tees plug, Patreon plug, any other plugs? Uh, our Clash of Champions review went up late last night. Yes. A lot of people are very happy about that. They're like, oh, well, this is quick. Wow, you guys did this right away. Wow. Yeah, we did it right away. Yeah, and the numbers are proven out. It's doing pretty good right yes, now. Yes, doing very well. You guys want to check that out? Check that out now. The audio version is going to go up after we record this podcast. Yes. Got to do that. Um, that's pretty much it. You want to talk about some wrestling news? Yeah, what are we going to talk about? We already talked about Clash of Champions. What more is there to talk about in the world of wrestling? The XFL. Talk about Dalton Castle. I'm going to totally try to watch Final Battle this week. And do like a review maybe by Friday. Okay. Um, but, you know, it's, there's, there's a lot on our plate. Yeah, we were trying Friday. to get some, uh, work ahead some so we can actually relax a little bit over the holidays. Yeah, but it's totally on my agenda to do. That's 2018 is going to be the year of Steve of Honor. They announced the Women of Honor Championship. Saw that. Steve of Honor is coming up. This is going to be my reviews for Ring of Honor. Good. Very good. On to the news, Steve. On to the news. Oh, my goodness. We got a super chat already from Gustavo Gama. Gustavo Gama. He wants you to take it off. It's cold. It's still cold. It's not that cold. I'm just wearing a t-shirt. I, I, I would say here's the problem with that, man. I'm cold. By the time the summertime comes around, you'll have no excuse. I would say just Gustavo Gama stop sexually harassing dad. It's not nice. It's, you know, in this environment, in this day and age... I don't, I don't, you know, he's just throwing money at you to take it. That's rude. In the workplace? This is our workplace. That's a good point. You know? Yeah. You know, you're going to have to file some paperwork on Gustavo. Um, we have a lot of great things to talk about. Today. Yeah, we do. This first stuff. story is weird. This is a really weird story. Because at first, when I, when I first saw uh, the initial rumors and, and initial reports, yeah. I was like, okay, completely outside their own possibility, XFL was a huge bust. Yeah. It lasted one season. Hemorrhaged all sorts of money. There isn't even the huge embarrassment. No, huge em- no, the football was awful. <laughs> huge embarrassment for Vince. What um, was the one thing you would really remember from it? He hate me. He hate me. Except the guy who had he hate me on his on the back of his jersey because you could have nicknames on the back of yeah. your jersey. Um, and the interviewer said, why, why is that? Why do you have that on the back of your jersey? Because he hate me. Yeah, he just yelled that. And she's like, okay, back to you guys. Um Granted, uh, ESPN produced a 30 for 30, which is actually pretty good, about the XFL. They could produce a 30, uh, 30 by, was it 30? 30 for 30. They could produce a 30 for 30 on like a turd, and it'll be amazing. It'll be captivating. It'll be like, you know, uh, 60 minutes of just pure cinematic Yeah, story. and I don't know if it was because of that or some other factors, but apparently, according to internet rumor and some actually kind of confirmed reporting here, mm-hmm. um, it appears the uh, return of XFL or some version of it mm-hmm. uh, might be on the horizon. Things started on Friday, I believe, when Twitter user Brad Shepard, who, mm-hmm. near as I can tell, has no previous track record of breaking wrestling news whatsoever. He's right. a political writer. Yeah, um, uh, He may have broken the story about the return of Vince McMahon trying to do another football league. Yeah. Posting to Twitter that Vince was going to bring the league back, the XFL, and could possibly announce its return on January 25th 
of 2018. Mm-hmm. That would happen uh, the week in between the NFC and AFC championship games and the Super Bowl. Yeah. So there's no active football that right, week. Right, 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 right. Um, WrestlingNews.co report on Saturday that Vince, using the business entity VKM Ventures. Oh, hold on. Hold that thought really quick. What? Well, talk a little, I'm sorry, talk a little bit more. Do you ever fix your audio levels on? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't look like I'm a little hot. Um, uh, filed trademarks for United Football League, UFL, and for the love of football, and Alpha Entertainment filed trademarks for URFL, all of those filed in late September. Yeah. Um, WWE confirmed to, to Deadspin, when Deadspin inquired about all this, that Alpha Entertainment was a new venture for Vince, saying in a statement, quote, Vince McMahon has established and is personally funding a separate entity from WWE, Alpha Entertainment, to explore investment opportunities across the sports and entertainment landscapes, including professional football. Mr. McMahon has nothing further to announce at this time. Alpha Entertainment. Um, And then Dave Meltzer talked about over the weekend on Wrestling Observer Radio um, that if Vince is, you know, taking measures to start up a new football league. Mm-hmm. Um, he started Alpha Entertainment as a completely separate entity yeah. to, to spare an absolute like free fall in WWE stock prices because given the history of his uh, previous football venture, I don't think investors would look too kindly upon Shouldn't it. Shouldn't that alone tell you this is not a great idea? There's a lot of reasons it's a terrible idea. We can get to that later. All right. Um, uh, and Melster also mentions that WWE filed trademarks uh, for XFL earlier this year, I think primarily for merchandising purposes. Yeah. So if there's a USL football league that Vince is funding or heading, then they're still going to throw in some nostalgia for the XFL. Okay, here's the thing. XFL, uh, as a nostalgic ironic thing would be good as a t-shirt. I mean, we have... Is it still yeah, okay? it's right there. It's behind yeah, Cena. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, on a t-shirt, or he hate me on a t-shirt, I could see, like, some friendo sending, to us to, sending that to us yeah. as, like, a rib, as, like, a joke. Oh, it's funny, because it was crap. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. stupid. This is the really weird part. This second part of your notes here is fascinating. Fox Sports had an interesting take on the news coming from Shepard, who they describe as, quote, a right-wing U.S. blogger. And based on his writing, seems to be a Trump supporter. Yeah, at one point at least. Fox said that since, quote, news initially emerged from a political source, suggests that the league could be linked to U.S. President Donald Trump, who has spent plenty of time oddly criticizing the NFL for players kneeling, as well as its attempts to make the games safer. That's, a, that's, that's an interesting take. Yeah. I mean, I, I almost don't know how to react to it because it seems like it's such a if if I mean let's 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 fantasy book this, Steve. Okay, sure. So you know, uh, Trump's had a lot of problems with with uh, with NFL lately. Right. So he calls. We're gonna up, listen, people. Hold on. We're gonna try to. We're trying to make sense of this. We're trying to make sense of it because gonna, it seems so outlandish yeah. that Trump would call Vizic Man <laughs> in the middle of eating a Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> and two filet of fish <laughs> and a chocolate malted. Yeah, whatever. I'm still not. Exactly I think it's a chocolate sure milkshake. What that is. Um, calls him up and says, "Look, Vince, there you go. I have a good idea. The NFL right now, big problems. Not good. Trying to make it safer. Let's bring back the XFL. Great idea. Okay, people really want it. They want to see players standing for the national anthem. Okay, Vince, that's what we're gonna do. It's a good idea. I made your wife small business person. It's great." Great idea. <laughs> no collusion. 
I'm trying not to be political here, but the guy's a buffoon. He is a buffoon. Um, <laughs> and, and this is not... Here's the thing. Things are so weird right now. Oh, this, this is, is not outside their own possibility. This is actually a very possible scenario. Yeah, we, we know that the McMahons and Trump are friends, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned that Linda was appointed to, I think, a small well, business, business administration, administration yeah. that had that cabinet department or something. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a relationship there. Mm-hmm. But to think that there be some sort of conversation between the two to 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 try to create a, a competition for the NFL is crazy, <laughs> especially when the NFL is facing their own <coughs> issues with falling attendance, falling ratings, uh, sponsors pulling out. It's not like in every other compared to the NFL going back to the '80s. Has failed miserably. Right, Trump right. used to be one of the owners of a USFL team yeah, back yeah, in the yeah. mid '80s, yeah. and that was like the first, I think, real attempt since the AFL mm-hmm. at competition against the NFL. And that lasted like three seasons. We've yeah. seen, we've seen. Um, I think it was a thirty for thirty on that too. Yeah, yeah. we've seen uh, recently. I think it was also called UFL. They had a team here. Yeah, was that stadium football? No, no, no. Arena football is like Arena literally football, the I mean, only. Yeah. "Quote unquote," compared to the NFL, that's managed to survive. It's been because, around, yeah. yeah, it's been around because I don't. They don't try to emulate the NFL games. It's right. a smaller. It's a smaller field. The mm-hmm. game's different. Um, and you have the CFL up in Canada, mm-hmm. and their rules are a little different too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lo- longer field, huge end zones. So let me ask them really quick because you, you pay attention a little bit more to football than I. Yeah, do. probably quite a bit actually. The ratings for the NFL have been uh, on the decline. On the yeah, decline this especially. Year. Uh, I think recently on the, I was hearing something on, because I listen to sports radio, sure, yeah, yeah, coming yeah, here yeah. and going back home. Um, the ratings for the Sunday Thanksgiving okay, games yeah. this year were down a lot yeah. over the previous two years, like to the tune of like 30%. Yeah. Is there, huge drop is there speculation as to why that's the case? Oh, is it yeah, oversaturation? People. Is it people well, being I've, freaked out by concussions? I think it's partially that. I think some people have chalked it up to anthem protests. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean... Concussions, injuries, mm-hmm. quality of the game not being as good mm-hmm. at least in some people's eyes. I don't yeah. think you know. You could poll people. I'm sure they'll give you a variety of answers, and yeah. you know, it'll be a plurality of, of right, responses, right, right. no yeah. majority. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't. I you know, it, it seemed like what three years ago, so the NFL reached its peak in popularity, mm-hmm. and there's only one way to go from there, yeah. and that's down. It just it seems to me that like it because if one of the aspects, and I kind of think this might be. One of the aspects is the oversaturation aspect yeah. of it. I think I, I think that you know the, the kneeling probably has something to do with it. I think you're right. I think it's probably like a bunch of stuff. Then you know if you take the kneeling, I think that would be in my in, look in my opinion. I don't know who really cares about that, but I could see some people you know in Trump land and you know Trump heavy areas being like, oh yeah, well you know screw them, they don't love America or whatever it is, or whatever beef with that is. Um, but that alone, I would think that the XFL, which, you know, didn't they have, like, for how long did they have that uh, no fair catch rule? Oh, it was only a matter of a couple of weeks. <laughs> right. So if, if, if the thing is, you know, the NFL is trying to be too safe. Yeah. They're trying to protect their players more, so it's dulling the game down. I, I don't think people want to see people get concussed. I no. don't think they want I mean, to see more I mean, there was a video, video of Tom Savage. I'm oh, terrible. I'm saying this up all the time, uh, playing the 49ers a couple weeks ago. And he got hit, uh, and he had a seizure on field from being concussed. Yeah. And they let him back in the game. Yeah. It was ridiculous. I don't want to see someone having a seizure on the field because they get concussed. I don't want to see that. We So far this year, we've seen – I like football, and I'll say this. Sure. Because this year has been, like, 
out of control in terms of injuries. Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. Carson Wentz, both, both going down with torn ACL. You mm-hmm. had Zach Miller knee bend the wrong way. Yeah. They had to do emergency surgery to save his leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, his football career is completely put to the side. You had uh, Ryan Shazier mm-hmm. suffer a spinal injury. <coughs> Same situation. Yeah. Uh, emergency surgery, probably to save his, uh, his, his mobility. To walk, yeah. You know, um, you know, I understand that football is a violent game, and there's only so many measures you can take to make it safer. Um, but if the idea of because one of the things is that, that Vince trademark was for the love of real football, did I get that right? Um, yeah, it's something like yeah. That. Oh, for the love of football. But the other yeah. one, the URFL. Yeah. You know, United Football League would be UFL, but what would URFL be? United Real Football League is the idea to kind of bring things back to what the XFL was was to 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 make it seem like it's less sanitized or something. Yeah. Would Vince really want to do that when he's embroiled in a concussion lawsuit and he's taking all sorts of measures to keep Daniel Bryant out of the ring because of his concussion history? Do you really want to, to put a football product out there that is advertised as more dangerous than the NFL when one of the possible reasons for the NFL's ratings decline is yeah. because of safety issues? That, that's the crazy thing is that you have, you have uh, you know, a once massively thriving business and it's still you know thriving but just not to the levels that it was no. previously. And so you want to say, okay, is this really a business I want to hop into right now when there are so many factors that we don't know why it's on the decline? Yeah. Let's, because this is a, it's a massive undertaking. Oh, yeah. Especially if, you're, if your task, if the idea, if this, if this brainstorming session between Trump and Vince McMahon, if we're, if we're thinking this might be real... Um, is let's you know screw the NFL. I want to I want to build a competitor to them, which I'm not sure the president of the United States. There's got to be all sorts of ethical concerns with him dipping into a business, another so. business venture. You would think so. Um, it's just it's it doesn't seem like smart business to no. start up another football it's a league. Horrible business decision. It's a terrible business decision on pretty much every every metric I can think of. Yeah. It's a horrible idea. Mm-hmm. If it's just a, simply a reactionary move. Horrible idea. Yeah. If Vince thinks there's money to be made as a competitor to NFL, horrible idea unless he's yeah. playing on holding games in, you know, like high school football stadiums. Right, yeah. So he can actually have sellouts potentially. Yeah. And then, you know, striking a TV deal with like, I don't know, Pop TV, mm-hmm. you know, for dollars or cents on the dollar what the NFL gets for their broadcasting rights. Some of the uh, some of the uh, chatters here is talking about uh you know play make them tackle like rugby players play NFL under rugby rules. I think if they, look if they want to be real purists, bring it back to OG football, leather helmets. Mm-hmm. I mean you've advocated this before, well, kind of tongue I, in cheek, tongue yeah, in cheek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I wonder what would happen if if yeah if players wore less equipment. If they did, yeah, if they did, knowing full well that if I go helmet to helmet, which is leather to leather with some other guy, or just, you know, taking it back even further, head to head. Yeah, I'm literally going to die. And yeah. so chances are I'm not going to do that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I don't know, man. I mean, it's, 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 I think the weirdest part about this is the idea that the President of the United States could be contacting Vince McMahon. I mean, they're good friends. We know that. Mm-hmm. And saying, hey, I hate the NFL so much. I want you to restart the XFL. Crazy. I'll give you all sorts of great business tax benefits. Ridiculous. Stuff. It's, just, it's so weird. But not, not outside the realm of possibility. No, everything's weird right now. Everything is Everything really weird. Everything is really weird right really now. Really weird. So uh, Sports Illustrated's Justin Barrasso had his own take on it. Um, and he speculated that Vince is, quote, leveraging the XFL plus any and all other alpha entertainment projects into his next round of negotiations for his television rights in 2019. Whomever acquires the WWE television rights would then presumably receive the first right of refusal for any other McMahon-created project, which 
which would include a potential return of the XFL. I don't see how the XFL would possess any value whatsoever to uh, to broadcasting partners no, at this no, point. No. No. So I don't see how he can leverage uh, a league that already failed once. I mean, I wonder if that this is. I mean, this is kind of a stretch, but I wonder if if any of that might be Vince's initial survey of the television rights fees scene and thinking, oh crap, I need to come up with something else to entice people because the initial outlook isn't great. Could be for us maintaining what we have been getting in the past, mm-hmm. or for us upping the upping. So the he's trying to uh, enhance the value proposition for would-be broadcasters, right? Yeah, but yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, if look, if this was, if this was, maybe I mean, again, throwing the spitball and throwing this out there, maybe he took, maybe he saw the numbers on the thirty for thirty on the XFL. And figures maybe there's some sort of entertainment narrative-based properties that he could, you know, possibly do a reality slash narrative mm-hmm. property he can do with football in some maybe. manner. I mean, I, uh, there's, there's any uh, number of projects you could do. Hard Knocks on HBO, you know, every year mm-hmm. yeah, they follow yeah. a, a NFL team during training camp is really popular. It's right, really exactly. well produced. Yeah, yeah it's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, the culture of football there's still there's still a lot of money to be made there, um, and you know there isn't. That much sort of entertainment content, you know, beyond the actual game itself. We mentioned, you know, you mentioned Hard Knocks, and there might be a couple. Of, I mean, there's obviously the NFL Network, and they produce yeah, 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 yeah. programs of their own. But um, I don't know. Maybe there's something else. To, maybe he's going to do a, a, a narrative movie based on the formation of the XFL. Could be. You know, I have no idea. I have no idea either. I mean, <coughs> it, it, it'll be interesting to see come with a January 25th of next year. Um if there's any news about it, mm-hmm. um, it's interesting that WWE even responded to all these rumors. So, what about it, like a glow type Netflix series that's about the XFL, but they rename it UFL? Yeah, or they just do a complete narrative thing. I don't know. Maybe he likes uh, any given Sunday and wants to do that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the goofiest thing about that movie. There's a lot of goofy yeah. things about that movie. Was the fictional league that they were in? Yeah, it was so stupid. It really was. It was super cheesewall. Some people. Are, do you think he, he does? He think people will watch a narrative series about bad football? Um, I guess if there's compelling characters, they could. Dude, if it's like a, you know, what was it called? Necessary roughness. Oh yeah. Maybe he's gonna do something like that. That'd be cool. All right. I mean, I'll be honest. There's any number of cool things that could be done with football that yeah. isn't starting an entire football. Oh yeah. Game, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and a lot of smart business ventures that don't involve starting a football league. Yes. So I don't know, like an animated series, like an anime of the XFL. Oh, that'd be UFL. cool. That'd be rad. That'd be cool. Yeah, Ultimate Real Extreme Football, whatever they're going to call it. Ultimate Real Football League. Ultimate Real Football League. Ultimate it sounds like real. Ultimate Frisbee. Uber Real Football League. Yeah, maybe it's going to be Frisbee. There's be a cool. Frisbee park near my house over here. Yeah. People love that stuff, yeah, man. Yeah, Super Frisbee or Ultimate Frisbee? Yeah, you ever played that? Uh, no. I, I'm terrible at Frisbee. I can't throw that thing. It goes that way. It's fun. I've done I it hate once. it. Gypsy, like, I, I like tossing it to Gypsy sometimes, but then she just breaks it like the first time I toss it. Well, yeah, it. she likes chewing things up. She likes destruction. That's her thing. She really does. Yeah. Um, before we continue with the next story, uh, Robert Almar, Adam Mayhem himself, $5 Super Chat, came in late. But he has to point out Ring of Honor is going to be doing great stuff in the year 2018. Sure seems like so it. So I haven't seen uh, Final Battle, but from what I heard on the Twitter, their TV production actually stepped up oh, a little bit. Cool. And so I'm wondering, yeah, they might be, I don't know, maybe they're maybe they're looking to be better or something in 2018. Yeah. Good for them. Good. They, their their promo stuff is so cheesy. I know it's I know it's just I know it, that's just their thing, you know, yeah. is to be kind of old schoolish. 
But like their promo stuff is so cheesy. It's like it's up against the Ring of Honor backdrop. Oh yeah, so yeah. And yeah. you know they got that the knee brace ads and then the heart health ads. I yeah. love them all. It's so great. Yeah. I gotta start watching. A couple of people here in chat are uh, saying that Vince should uh, look into buying the Carolina Panthers, who will be on the market. Yeah. At the conclusion of this season. That's the possibility. If if yeah. if there was all this report. Um, events doing all the stuff, save for finding those trademarks. Mm-hmm. I would have thought that's a distinct yeah, possibility. Yeah. But the trademarks are kind of everything. Yeah, right? yeah. and also I don't. I, I highly doubt the NFL would welcome Vince McMahon into the fold. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Because any sale has to be approved by the, all the other owners. Mm-hmm. I'd be very surprised. Anyways, next story. Next story. So, uh, you, go ahead, Steve. Uh, yeah, 2018 Hall of Fame WWE Hall of Fame class potentially leaked. Reports starting started surfacing on Saturday. The 2018 lineup for the WWE Hall of Fame has been leaked. The list of entrants originally posted by Twitter user, once again, listen, Brad, President here, I've got, Vince told me, who's going into the Hall of Fame. It's great. Kid Rock. Kid Rock headlining. Apparently Kid Rock's supposed to be in there for the entertainment thing. I mean, it's... It's it's you know it's debatable whether you can consider him an entertainer. Um, oh come on, don't be rude. I know he's he's crazy too, but uh, I don't know some people out there. Well, it's like, a celebrity wink. He's a celebrity. He's a celebrity. Yeah, he had some songs that were hits. Yeah, it doesn't mean they're necessarily good. Let though. me ask you something. What? Let me ask you something. Number one, it should have been Motorhead. Yeah, it should be Motorhead, um, or at least Lemmy. Number two, I mean, in my opinion, the next batch of like entertainers. It should be Motorhead number one, mm-hmm. um, then Limp Biscuit, uh, and then Kid Rock. Yeah, I'll agree with oh, that. Come on, you can't be mad at Limp Biscuit. I'm not mad. I just don't like their music. Their music is crap, but they Fred Durst seems okay. Eh. Uh, has there have there ever been any reports of him being like a raging jerk? Oh, I don't know. I don't. He just, he was on Twitch playing Call of Duty. How do you hate that? I mean, he he's rolling, that's rolling, rolling, he rolling. Spend his, his time. You could, you can't say that Roland wasn't the perfect theme music. Let me ask you something else. If Jim Johnston came up with Roland, it was Jim Jim Johnston featuring Fred Durst, right? That would be it. That would be an, a, a, a classic theme song. I still wouldn't think it's that good. Oh man, no. I think I think you're wrong about that. If it was specifically made for the Undertaker, no. it would be great. No, no, um, anyways, Kid Rock Entertainer, but headlining Bill Goldberg himself. Yeah. So um, that's cool. Yeah, that's that neat. seems that seems to be a pretty uh, solid and safe pick. Yeah, well, to be we, the headliner for next year's class. We figured we'd be looking at either Undertaker. Granted, he hasn't officially retired, but my God, how are you going to come back from laying your boots and your hat and your coat? No, coat and hat. Yeah, in the middle, middle of the, the ring, ring and then descending below the ramp. Unless he's going to, you know, relink up with Fred Durst and be American Badass 2.0. Yeah. And then Big Evil. Yeah. Um, and then uh, also, oh, and then we also thought we've, we figured, I mean, The Rock could be any year. Yeah. And uh, Batista. But if Batista's going to do one more run, then yeah, it's probably going to be seems unlikely on. that yeah. he'll be inducted into the Hall of Fame, yes. Um, next up, uh, Ivory. Yeah, that's cool. Solid pick. Yeah. Very solid pick. Member of a very underrated faction, Right to Censor. Do you love the Right to Censor? Not really. I think it's, it's just, weird. I think that idea is just weird. It's a hell of a wrestler, though. Yeah. Hell of a wrestler. Yeah. Um, and then, this is great, the Dudley Boys. Yes. ECW Originals. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, Devon is working as a producer backstage for WWE right now, and I think Bubba just retired again mm-hmm. at Final Battle. At Final Battle. So we'll see if this retirement is actually legitimate. Mm-hmm. Um, and if so, then yeah, it seems like again a pretty good and pretty safe pick. Oh, this is a great pick. I yeah. mean, yeah, this is this is a long time coming for the Dudley Boys. 
Um, and then uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. They always do, I think, a posthumous one. Usually I don't they, they always do, but they have been doing it a lot more frequently. They've been doing it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, a posthumous one. Who's the posthumous last year? Who died last year? Let's do uh, WWE Hall, Hall of Fame 2017, 2017 inductions. Let's find out who has died. Uh, oh, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle was the person. Oh, my goodness. Kurt Angle was, you know, he's dead. Come on, man. Oh, it was, um. Who was it? It was it. Rick Rude. Yeah. Rick Rude. Rick Very Rude. good. Remember his, his son. Oh, and DDP. He's dead as well. No, he's not. No, he's not. Very much alive. And then, yeah, finally, Kid Rock. Come on. Yeah, I know. Kid Rock's crazy. He's a big Trump guy, isn't he? Yeah, well, I think so. Yeah, what about Ted Nugent? He's oh, God, no. Well, he is, and God, no. <laughs> no good. Can you take me higher? High enough. High First of all. <laughs> Can you take me high enough? I always thought I was higher. No. You're thinking of Creed. Uh, That's Can You Take Me Higher. Can you... Really? Yeah. Can you take me higher? Oh, I don't remember that one. Doon, 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 doon. That song sound goes. Any more familiar. That was like their their first major hit. No, man, it was... Hold up high, high and face it through the My Own Prison. I thought that was after. My Own Prison, I think, was their Higher. first big one. I don't know. I don't, again, I never really paid that close attention to Creed. <laughs> Arms Wide Open was after Higher. I, I know that, but I thought My Own Prison was the first Maybe. one. Whatever, I don't care. It's Creed. <laughs> uh, Being very opinionated about my music today. <laughs> No, I'm just saying Kid Rock ain't all bad. Hopefully he doesn't win whatever he's running for. Um, yeah, he wants to be a senator. Like an actual senator? Like yeah, a state senator? No, like U.S. senator. Oh, my God. What are his poll numbers like? I don't know. I don't think they're terribly good. I don't think he actually ever officially kicked off his campaign despite selling no, like I swear. signs on his website. Yeah, I thought I saw signs. Isn't, yeah. that, isn't that official I enough? don't think he ever filed any paperwork. <laughs> really? No. Good for him. He was just testing the waters, man. I need to test the waters. <laughs> I'll run for something out here. I am correct about Creed. Really? Yeah. What What was the higher song? I just sang the chorus. Do it again? Can you take me higher? And there's a guitar riff. Doon, 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 doon. Oh, to a place where... Yeah, oh, can you take... That was before my own prison? Yeah, no. My own prison. It's no become way. a Creed cast. Because I know what you're talking about. Yeah, hold on. We'll find out what year they were... What years they were released? Hold on a second. Uh, 95. The, the de- my Own Prison is my... Oh, that's the debut studio. Well, it's the um, debut studio. Yeah, I mean, no, it I could know, be before Higher then. So My Own Prison was on this, and Can You Take Me Higher was not on this. Well, I, <laughs> Human I, Clay was next. Let's see. If, yeah, that's the one that has Higher on it. Okay, it's Higher. There you go. So I'm, I'm, pre- I'm, I'm good by two years. Well, maybe. Depends what your <laughs> definition of hit was. Mono Prison was a huge hit. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I don't know about that. Oh, hold on. I'm going to click on it. Let's see what... What was the high... How high did it chart? U.S. Active Rock, number one. Mainstream Rock Tracks, number two. Uh, it got pretty high in the U.S. 271. I don't know what all that means. All right. Hot and mainstream rock. All right, rock, I can see the point. Modern rock and active rock. I can see all, the point. All the pretty good. Um. So, uh... <laughs> I don't know how belie- how believable is this is this lineup. I mean, it's fairly believable. This, but I think anybody, if they want to say, okay, this is what the Hall of Fame class is going to look like, just do a little bit of research into it, and, and could put this lineup up there and be pretty confident in it being reasonably believable. This is a good list. It is a good I, list. I like this list. Make this list happen. And last year, I'm, I kind of vaguely remember last year when stuff leaked. It was all pretty real. Yeah. I mean, I I I, I prefer getting that info. 
you know, uh, announced on WWE. I don't like when it's leaked. Yeah, I know. You know, or at least in WWE's Twitter, like one at a time. But, you know, this is the age we live in. It is. Stuff gets leaked. Yep. So, um, I mean, okay, so, the, like, one of the bigger questions here, though, is with Goldberg, does the Hall of Fame induction mean, A, is he going to have a Mania match like we saw? Didn't Sting do that the same weekend he got inducted? He had this... It was play. the following year he was the inducted. following year. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because he did more stuff. Um, yeah, is, does this spell the end? I mean, is No, Goldberg I think so, because Kurt Angle was inducted last year, and he's already had... Oh, yeah, he had a sort of comeback thing this year. Yeah. So I I just think it... Could it mean... I mean, does it mean that we're going to get more Goldberg then? Maybe. If if that's the precedent, Kurt Angle. Well, I think it's completely up to Goldberg what he wants to do. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it'd be taken back in a heartbeat. Yes, if he's content to... uh, He's been doing a lot more acting lately. Yeah. Hey, um, if this is maybe this is to like butter him up a little bit, you know, say, hey, Bill, we still love you, yeah, and you're still a huge name. Come back and win, yeah, could be. Come back and halt all plans for, that we have for burgeoning talent, yeah. Come defeat Reigns for Intercontinental Title. There you go. That's the one thing I think Vince would probably draw the line at. Oh, him beating Bill, Roman Reigns. Come back and get beat by Roman Reigns. You never know. Roman Reigns is gonna retire you, and then you can join the XL. Hey. Bill Goldberg as a commentator. That's a good idea. XFL. That's a really good idea. He did a great job commentating for the USC. He Goldberg did. used to play professional football. That's actually a really good idea. I love Goldberg, man. Gustavo Gamas uh, suggests that Horace Hogan should headline. And then Sexton Hardcastle, $2, says Bobby the Brain. Also, no Vader again. Heenan's already in the Hall of Fame. Um, yeah, Heenan's already in. Vader is still isn't. Yeah, that's strange. He's in our Hall of Fame, right? Yeah. Vader's one of the best, man. He is. Yeah, that is weird. I mean, there's any number of names who aren't in that I, I was kind of surprised. Is this even the nu- the usual number of names that we it's see? Five. I think that's pretty that's pretty consistent. Do you still have that tab up of uh, who was inducted last year? Yes. Count. Uh, what was the Warrior Award? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, okay. So maybe we'll hear another name announced. One more. Who's that next name? John Cena. John Cena. He's going to be the last guy. You think so? No. Probably not. Probably no. Not. no. Not at all. No. no. Steve, mm. we have a sponsor for today's show. Oh, yeah. Big shout out. Big thanks to Fuego Box. We'd like to take this time to thank the sponsor of today's episode of Going In Raw, Fuego Box Larson. Yeah, everyone's done all the standard gift items, clothes, cologne, a nice bottle of liquor, mm. done, done, and done. Yeah, we've got something different and much better than any of those this holiday season. Do you put, see that works, no, no. Do you put hot sauce on everything? If so, it's time to check out Fuego Box, a hot sauce club that delivers boxes of small batch and gourmet hot sauces right to your doorstep. They focus on flavor overheat and always avoid gimmicky selections. Think of it as a hot sauce club for people who love food. Yeah, to purchase, go to FuegoBox.com and use code RAW1 for $10 off your first box. That's FuegoBox.com, promo code RAW1, R-A-W, number one, for 10 bucks off the best hot sauces you've probably never heard of. And, of course, it really does help going in raw. If you guys were to click on that yes. link, it's in the description, and check out what they have to offer. Yeah. So thanks again to Fuego Box. Thank you very much. Um, moving on, Matt Hardy apparently is uh, going to lose some weight. He's going to shed some pounds and head over to 205. Well, not only him, but Bray Wyatt. Yeah, that's really weird. See, that's what we should do in WWE. If a really skinny, small Bray Wyatt 
and then uh, like a really skinny, small Matt Hardy and see how they would work out in the Cruiserweight division. All right. It's got all sorts of great ideas for the speculative sure. WWF. Sure. It's going to wear you down. But uh, WWE announced late Sunday that Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt will be wrestling on the upcoming 205 Live Tour of the Northeast yeah. uh, the weekend before the Royal Rumble, I believe. Um, uh, Steve, what are the odds this is done to improve ticket sales, and is it greater than 100%? Um, yeah, what's greater than 100%? I mean, technically, I can't be more than 100% Steve, so 100% of all, is all that there this is. This was totally done to improve ticket sales, this was, which is a bummer because I was hoping these shows uh, would do well enough. They wouldn't have to resort to these measures to get people in the arena to watch 205 Live competitors wrestle. Well, here's my here's my like main problem with it. It's it's not thematically sound. Consistent. Consistent, thank you, with 205 Live. 205 Live is supposed to have all these really flashy wrestlers who do all sorts of great, crazy stuff. And that's what we were hoping for this 205 Live tour. And that's what we hope we're, we're still going to get in, apparently, the undercard matches. But, uh, you know, if it was two other guys sort of in the upper mid-card that looked like cruiserweights, that could do cool or cruiserweight stuff. Or wrestled. Like cruiserweights, say say if they had, and it wouldn't happen. Say if it was uh, Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins at these shows. Right. What about Finn Balor and Sami Zayn? Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean like, they're different brands, but whatever. Yeah, who cares about that? That's even even more reason to, to yeah. sell tickets. Yeah. Like, they're guys who. I mean, I don't know how heavy do you think Sami Zayn is. I mean, he might be tall. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He's probably like two ten. I don't know what they bill him as. Right. But that's not necessarily. Like Dolph is Dolph by weighs one eighty. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Sammy Zane, yeah. Sam, okay, so Sammy's six one two twelve. Okay. So he's not. He's like you know seven pounds over the weight limit. Yeah, exactly. But that's so still it's not a big deal. No. Finn Balor's got to be what one ninety or something. Yeah, I think they build him at one ninety nine. Okay, yeah. So put Finn Balor in there. Sammy Zane, number one. That is a dream match right yeah. there because those guys can really go. But Bray Wyatt and and Matt Hardy. Here's my hope, and this is this is kind of a long shot. That at these shows they will start kind of working out some of the material they're eventually going to use at the Rumble and probably Mania. Mm-hmm. And we'll start to get a taste of where this feud is going to go in-ring. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the silver lining I see in all this. It seems wildly... And I have mean, them yeah. do it in front of a small crowd to see what kind of reaction it gets. It just seems wildly distracting. Oh, it is. To have these guys on there and doing this thing that's completely the antithesis of what 205 Live really is supposed to be. Yeah. And then have 205 Live there, too. Because then, I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I just think it's weird. It is weird. Um, I like this. Somebody said uh, Bray Wyatt is the eater of worlds is going to need to be the eater of brown grains and vegetables to make 205. That's from Nick Cap <laughs> here in the chat. It's pretty funny. You guys are pretty clever. Yeah, I don't know. It's a bummer, but whatever. It'll be fun. Like, it's still going to be. I still kind of wish that they were doing a West Coast swing. Oh, and they might because the if, – if, if, if. It's a huge if because the initial plan from what we understood was that there would be two rounds of live events, mm-hmm. one happening one weekend sure. in January, another week, a weekend in February. We do know early and mid-February they're doing a West Coast swing because that's when the house show we're going to is there's Raw in San Jose, I believe, or SmackDown, one of the two. So it's entirely possible they can do a West Coast swing then. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe they just want to concentrate in the Northeast for right now because they think the crowd would be, you know, the hottest well, hopefully for the Matt, product. Hopefully Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt will help sell these things out. Yes, I hope so. so. We'll get that West Coast swing. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, this next story is my favorite story. Um, yeah, you were super excited about the story. And you, you made a point so of telling excited. me. I want to put this on dirt sheet. That you want this on dirt sheet today. So All Steve, right. take the reins, please. In an interview with NBC Sports, Triple H the game. 
Golden Shuffle spoke about spoke about why he defeated Jinder Mahal. <laughs> spoke about why he defeated Jinder Mahal during the India tour. Well, he was asked earlier was this asked. month. He was asked. He was asked Are about the sure? match. Yes, yes, sorry. Hey, he was asked. Hey, during this interview, can you ask me about why I beat Jinder? Because I really want to talk about it. And then they did. Okay, so here's this quote. There's a lot of Triple H voice you get to do. I hope you're happy. It's amazing. It's funny. You see a lot of comments. Number one, I'm not adding the it's funny. No, it's in there. It's funny. You see a lot of comments to the reaction of the fans there. India's totally different market, and WWE's huge there. One thing that people forget is the first time I went to India to perform was in 1996. I've been on their TV for a really long period of time. There are certain guys there in that market who transcend the business for them. Keep in mind, he's talking about himself yes, right now. Yes, yes, When we were talking to our television partners about their marketing for the event, it was one of the things that kept coming up. It's why I was put on the card. We know what resonates in markets. Again, he's talking about himself, and we can see it in our numbers and see it in the research that our partners have done as well as on social media. So he sees Triple H in the numbers. Yeah. He sees Triple H in the market. He does. <laughs> That's great. He continues. Again, I'm not adding this first part. I often think it's funny to me that people in America who have never been to India put their thoughts and their beliefs into other people. Like, clearly that's the truth. Ha, ha, ha. It's totally different there. The way they see things and react to things is very different. There are certain guys that once they reach a level there, it's a whole different ball game. Undertaker, Cena, it's just a level, different level of stardom. Of course, he's talking about himself. He's talking about, he's throwing himself in there with Undertaker and Cena. When we were over there a few months ago having business meetings to hear the people who are running television studios or internet companies say to me, I watched you when I was a teenager. You were like the biggest guy in the world. Again, he's talking about himself. This is great. He continues. I met a massive Bollywood star the other day who told me I was his entire childhood. He got suspended from school for telling someone to suck it. At a time in 96, when there were like three channels there, we were on one of them all the time. It's not to say Jinder wasn't over there. He was. Even though he got a massive reaction, he still needs to earn their respect. He's still growing and still new. Over time, he's going to grow and become a cultural icon for them. This is great. This is my favorite Triple H interview of all time. Oh, it's great. He's explaining why he's such a huge deal in India and why gender didn't go over. That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. He's probably right. There's probably an element of truth to what he's saying. It's just amazing to hear a guy talk about himself in this manner. And, and, and he talks around <laughs> it just enough. Yeah. That doesn't make him sound like he's uh, completely arrogant. Because, but I mean, at the same time, I would have it would have been refreshing. It was like, oh yeah, we ran some numbers and 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 it seems like me winning was a better business move. Right, exactly. He was yeah. that, like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, just, yeah. just him kind of talking around things. Yeah, I know. And kind of tooting his own horn a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, here's the thing. He's number one. He's probably right. And what you just said is probably the correct, you know, the the proper answer. But it is. It, it's got to be kind of weird for him because. He's talent, and now he's head office. I know. So it's not like he can say, yeah, we thought John Cena going over Jinder Mahal over there was really good, you know, a really good move. John Cena is a transit, you know, a, 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 a transcendental, transcendent uh, talent, you know, talent over the world, there. Yeah. You know, but he has, a, you know, this is an awkward thing for somebody to talk about themselves yeah. being so big over there. It's just he goes into such detail. I, know. I was talking with a massive Bollywood star who said his entire childhood was Triple H the game. 
he got suspended for saying suck it. That's a great detail. That deep, I mean, that story probably tickled him to death, and he was oh, yeah. dying to tell somebody about I know, it. I know. And this is a good opportunity to do yeah. it. I don't crit. I, I'm not criticizing him at all. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, I do too. It's so great, and it's probably true. Yeah, there's probably some truth to it. Yeah, it's just funny how he approached uh, answering the question. It's just it's like paragraphs of him just going on about himself. Yeah, it's while while not directly referencing right, himself never for saying, the most part. Why never saying himself? There's certain guys. That once they reach a level there, it's a whole different ball game. Meaning himself. Meaning Triple H, yeah. Meaning Triple H, yeah. <laughs> I like this quote, too. It's funny to me that people in America who have never been to India put their thoughts and their beliefs on the other people. Like, clearly that's the truth. He loves taking the piss out of dirt sheets, man. Yeah, out of I know. the fans. I know. What did he say about Reigns? Oh, I said, People well, who don't think he's a top guy, they're not qualified to say They don't so. know. I know. I know. Like, He's the authority on, uh, on yeah. Reigns' uh, in-ring talent. If you haven't been doing this since 1990-whatever, and if you're not at the top of the food chain in the corporate structure, then you, you're not you qualified to, to have an opinion one way or the other. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh, man, the hubris is great. It is. I love it. Let's though. do a Raw preview, Steve. Uh, yeah, let's do that. So uh, uh, Lesnar has been advertised to be on Raw tonight. Um, I'm guessing we'll hear the official announcement that it's going to be Lesnar versus Kane versus Strowman at Royal Rumble, given that uh, the Kane-Strowman match last week ended in double countout. Yeah. That seems a near certainty. That way they can have uh, Braun in the match, take on Lesnar, have Kane in there to eat the pin. Mm-hmm. Sounds right. Yep. Uh, we're also going to get... Uh, this is, I'm actually... This is the most excited... I am for any segment. I oh, it's going to be good. Is Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak? I know. I me can't too. wait for this. I hope no. and I hope they really pull out all the stops, not only in the ring, but in terms of developing the storylines for both guys. I want to see like big storyline developments on Raw, so the crowd can kind of appreciate it. Yes. I'm kind of curious to see how the the crowd's actually going to react. To I know. This, you know. I know. If they're going to give it kind of the weight that I that I personally think it deserves. Where is Raw at? So I continue. Let me look into that. Uh, we also have uh, Paige's uh, group Absolution. Taking on the rest of the Raw women's division? Well, I don't think in-ring. It's just kind of continuing the feud going on there. And I think, of course, it's all built up to the uh, a women's rumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rumble. I imagine we're going to get a lot more brawling. I mean, what's going to inevitably lead to that rumble is going to be, like, more brawling. Yeah. Where, oh, it can't be contained. The well, not just all brawling, but ra- brawling in relation to who's going to be number one contender for mm-hmm. yeah. the Raw women's title, SmackDown women's title. Uh, and then we're going to find out, per- per- perhaps, who will be Roman Reigns' next challenger. Well, he's kind of got a, a, an open challenge for the Intercontinental title. Speculate. Who's it going to be? Um, wait, did he already fight Samojo? No. Samojo. That's going to be his match at Rumble, I think. Well, there's like 40 days left. They can have a, a Samoa Joe Roman Reigns. Oh, you know, like they did, like they did count out or DQ like or they something. did with Braun. How they just have match after match after yeah, match. Yeah, they yeah, can yeah. do the same thing with yeah, Samoa Joe, and he'll learn from it. It'll be great. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna say Samoa Joe, um, and then more Hardy Wyatt stuff. Yeah, um, they're probably gonna do another folded tarp thing. They probably have a bunch of footage from that. Yeah, I don't know if they if they shoot that week to week or if they just shot a bunch of it and they're just rolling it out. Well, the previous week, I don't. Th- it was a different. Uh, oh, it was okay. Different fabric. All I right, it was a little more. They'll probably just do that again then. Yeah, yeah. Which is a bummer. I want some stuff on location. Yeah, me too. I hope they do that at some point. They need to. I mean, they really be do backstage to. laughing the entire time. But people seem to really like the laughing stuff. So. You know how it goes with them. They just beat stuff into the ground until like they can't do it anymore. I know. So yeah. 
Um, oh, good question. I don't know. Rockstar Spud, do you think it's going to happen tonight? No, I think it's going to happen on 205 Live. I think it's going to be on 205 Live. I think so. It'd be cu- pretty cool to have him debut and uh, Hideo Itami. I still think they're going to do Spud with video vignettes. That's, Could my, be. that's my guess at that. He Could seems be. more of a video vignette kind of guy, whereas Hideo's going to come out and just destroy some local talent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some tiny local talent. Um, anyways, we'll open it up to some questions. We yeah. still have time for a couple questions. Are we missing yeah. any super chats? Nope. <coughs> I think we're up to date on those. All right. Good, good, good. Wow. Crazy stuff. Um, my dad sends out his yearly Christmas letter, and he's including some of our going in raw comic book stuff. Oh, it. really? Yeah. That's funny. I really wish he wouldn't do that. <laughs> Although I'm not even sure he gets the Christmas letter anymore. Well, I assume your family. Um, um, no, it goes out to like a, like he's got this mailing list of people. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, Christopher Morang, the WB should do a 205 Live date from Reseda, California with yeah. no barricade and Super Dragon on commentary. Yeah. I would love it. I think it's great. Have a Excalibur out there before the show. Yeah. yeah. Be Ron Rousey might come out. Yeah. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Landis, Max Landis might come out. Yeah. yeah. Be good. Maybe uh, Dave Meltzer will show up too. What is it? With a notepad, yeah. Notepad, yeah. Taking notes. <laughs> Everything is five star matches. Jordan Davis, guys, if WB ran WrestleMania in LA again, where would it be? The Staples Center or the LA Coliseum? Neither. It'll be at the new stadium they're building uh, on the old site of Hollywood Park yeah. in uh, Inglewood. Is that going to be 2019? When's that going to be ready? I don't know. We fl- I flew into town last. They were already doing work on it. Okay. Um, cause the flight to LAX, we flew right over it. So probably 2019. So maybe 2020 or 2021. You can expect the. Uh, WrestleMania. Mania there. In LA. Gabriel Ribeiro. Who do you guys think should be the next cruiserweight champion? Drew Gulak. I really want Drew to win tonight. I'm, I want him I to am, face Enzo. I am rooting for Cedric Alexander. I want Cedric to win it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, if Vince does the football, name places they are going to put the teams at. Well, you can expect major markets like Los Angeles, New York, Chicago, Houston. I know there's some there's some markets who have stadiums with no teams. I think doesn't Kansas City have like a they have a football team already? Oh no, I'm thinking of basketball for them. I think they built like a yeah. There's a Kemper Arena, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither Kansas City nor St. Louis have professional basketball teams. Yeah, um, yeah, major markets. But I would think it would be major markets, but also places where there's stadiums because I you can't have the expectation that they're going to go. To New York and sell out Giant Stadium. Yeah, no, no, that's no, not no, going to happen. No. That place is massive. Or same with Dallas. They're not going to sell out Cowboys Stadium. Nor what I think Jerry Jones let him do that. They probably have to play at the uh, at uh, the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. Yeah. Or uh, I don't know in L.A. Like they have, there's a Coliseum and there's the, there's a Rose Bowl. But both of them seat like a hundred thousand people. Yeah, right. And when you have ten thousand people at the game, it's going to look that's goofy. Oh, the place the Charger plays where the LA, LA Galaxy plays. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think that has capacity about thirty thousand. Okay. So that way, when ten thousand people are there, it looks less empty than mm-hmm. it would when the, when the L.A. Coliseum is, like, holding a tenth of its capacity. Yeah. So that's an option. You I think it's the major markets, but not only that major markets with smaller stadiums, mm-hmm. like smaller college stadiums or something. Michael Long, is Jinder done for now that he's been buried by Triple H and lost to A.J.? Yeah, I think A.J. kicking out of the cloth last night is a good sign uh, that his time in the main event scene is over. I think you're probably right. I, I I want good things for him. I want him to remain an upper mid-carter. But even that, I don't know how long he's going to last. Joe Juarez says Cotton Bowl holds over 90,000, so that's not going to happen. Yeah, okay. There's got to be some, like, mid-major college. Oh, like, I don't know how much, how uh, big a stadium like SMU in Dallas. I don't know how big a stadium they have. I don't even know where they play. They might play at the Cotton Bowl. I don't know. 
Dave Meltzer said Disney is interested in purchasing WWE. Chris Kimmel and then SMCW also says, "Have you heard anything about WWE selling to Disney?" Chris Kimmel just told us that Dave Meltzer said that. So, hi Karen. Hi Karen. A little late. Um, I mean Disney's buying everything. Boy, that'd be that'd be really weird. It that'd would be, be really interesting. And if that were the case, then you would see WWE uh, product probably air. On the Disney family of stations. ESPN, mm-hmm. ABC, mm-hmm. ABC Family. Although that's <laughs> the best fit, but... ABC Family. I don't know, yeah, what other, what, what other stations does, uh, does Disney own? Disney... Well, all the Disney stations. channels. Again, not a good Oh, well, yeah, can Rob be on Disney XD? But it could be like on ESPN or ESPN2. Can they put it on Turner Classic Movies? Oh, that'd be cool. What is Super RTL? I don't even know what that is. I have no idea. Disney Television Networks. What is Jetix? Um, Who do you think will move to the main roster after Mania? Uh, Drew McIntyre. He's getting called up. No way Jose is going to get called up is one of those weird, like, he's getting called up with nothing to do, and he's just he's going to be like the new Ty Dillinger. Yeah. Because, <clears throat> like, he has to go up at some point. Yeah. Oh, there's A and E. Oh, they have Lifetime too. They could be on Lifetime. Wow, I didn't know they didn't own Lifetime. A and E. Lifetime. All the Disney channels, ESPN. Yeah. Hmm. Not a not a not a not a, nothing kind of on par with USA in terms of their cable. Would they ever be cool to be on an ESPN? Well, I mean, ESPN used to show uh, AWA. They have Monday Night Football, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's kind of a conflict there. <laughs> a little bit. Because <coughs> it's definitely not going to be on ABC. Oh, yeah. Aren't they going to... Wait, are they going to own Fox's... Who? No, it's just Fox's movie production and television production that Disney bought. So does that mean, like... Because I know they're not buying Fox News. No. I don't think they're buying Fox Sports, either. Okay, it's just like like television production, like TV, like you know narrative TV shows, gotcha, movies, gotcha, and gotcha. stuff. Yeah. Um, do you, uh, it's just KJ. Do you think Two Hundred Five Live will stand the test of time? I think if if Two Hundred Five Live went away tomorrow, in five years we'd be like, man, I really wish they had just sort of stuck with that and seen what they could have done. Yeah. Because I still kind of think that we're in phase one of Two Hundred Five Live. Yeah. Uh, Gabriel Ribeiro, who do you guys think will win the match between Jericho and Omega? It was just announced for the weekend. This could be a no DQ no match. No DQ. They're going to bleed. Yeah. They're going to bleed in that. Do you see that? Kenny Omega, he was like, yeah, I need to get special permission from them. Yeah, yeah, I read that, that interview you did with uh, Rolling Stone. That was mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Um, Omega's going over, though. FX. See, but I don't, I don't know if part of the Disney deal was the their network. stations it was I don't production. think it is. I think it was just the production studios they bought. Yeah. That was my understanding. Yeah. I can check real fast. I saw, actually saw a really good breakdown of it. Do you guys watch OSW Review? Not on a regular basis. I, uh, I've watched a couple here and there. It's good stuff. Uh, oh. Hmm. Did they do it? Uh, Disney will pay over $50 billion for Fox. Which, for its part, will spin off Fox Broadcast Network, the Fox News Channel and Fox Business Channel, the Fox Studio lot in Los Angeles and several national sports channels, 
leaving them in the hands of 20th century, 21st century Fox. So it doesn't sound like they're buying any of the networks. Okay. So FX, Fox Sports, that would all stay, uh, stay put. Stop pressing one for Gypsy. She does not deserve it. She's a pain in my butt. All right. Any more questions, or can we move on with our day? We still have to <laughs> later on on Twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. The third episode of Stephen Larson Book Raw is coming up. It's a great episode. We've got a lot of great things planned. Yes. The uh, last week's episode from Twitch is up on YouTube right now. Yes. Oh, this one that we're doing today is going up on Christmas Day. Oh, nice. And then the following one is going up on New Year's Day. Oh, wow. Okay. Nice. Nice. Very nice. Will Don Callis join Bullet Club by costing Jericho? I don't think that match can have any interference. It shouldn't. Oh, no, it should, definitely shouldn't. This isn't the WWE. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then uh, Becky Lynch wants uh, Sami Zayn I to be that. That's interesting. That was a great little promo she did. Yeah. She's like the most charming person. In so the she, won't, she wants to team up with Sami Zayn. Nia Jax and Braun want to team up. Uh-huh. And then I think Finn and Bailey. Yeah, Finn said Bailey. Wants That's to be all good there. stuff. That's all great stuff right there. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. I'll actually have to watch Facebook Watch. I know. Although somebody on Twitter was like, man, I was looking all day for like a Facebook Watch app. Can't find it anywhere. Really? Yeah. I thought they... Uh, was it actually a thing? I don't know if it's... I, the thing I read about it was a while ago, and I thought they said it was already a standalone app as a tab on the the desktop version. But I don't know if they actually uh, released a standalone Face- app yet. Nope. Little book for Facebook Watch. No, I guess not yet. Hmm. What a load of crap. Anyways, all right. Well, that's it, everybody. Where's my out music? Hilton, can you hit the out music? That's, they can see you pressing the Thank button. Thank you, Hilton. Much. You should be hearing music now, thanks to Hilton. Anyways, that's it for now. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.